From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, good morning. It's about 11.40 on May 3rd, 2022. Welcome to the second uh, part of our show today. And we're going to get a little geeky about the Constitution. You know that old dirty rag that nobody uses anymore? Well, that's a living document. So says Richard Proctor. And uh, he's a good guy. He's been on the show before. We love talking to him. And his website is provisinstitute.com, provisinstitute.com. He's written 10 books, a couple on the Constitution, a couple on economics, and then he's got uh, uh, about six on uh, uh, all the things the government's doing that they shouldn't be doing. Is that right, Richard Proctor? Good morning. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With names and documents and everything. Um, we're showing what we're doing in history. Man, oh man. Cool, interesting thing happened last night. They released a... Uh, uh, a leaked document, I think the first time that's ever happened in the Supreme Court, well, maybe it happened many years ago, uh, about Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned if uh, the judges stay where they are with, uh, uh, and we're going to talk about that. But I wanted to start today with this whole masking thing. Richard Proctor, thanks for being on the show. So Richard uh, Proctor, sir, constitutional guy, um, as you know, uh, Biden put in a masking mandate thing for transportation, right? The yes, CDC, right? And then they said you have to wear it on the airlines and buses and trains and stuff. Yeah, everywhere. And yes. then a Florida judge, a more conservative type, came out, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago and I said, bet. no, no, you can't do that. You guys have overstepped your boundaries, right? Or overstepped yes. your reach. So before we get into the next... Did, did you see, did you read what this uh, judge said in Florida and what she, why she? I didn't read. I didn't read the decision, but I read the synopsis. And, yes. And, and tell us what's your take on why she overturned it. Because it's unconstitutional, and she knows it. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's easy. Is that simple? Yeah, that's it's simple. not a long answer. Yeah. So why is it unconstitutional? Why can't the CDC uh, yes. tell you what yes. to do? Let me read why it's unconstitutional. I've got the book right here. All right. Not, not making anything up. <laughs> I'm going to read right here the Tenth Amendment. Okay. Here it is, number 10. Amendment number 10. Okay. It says, uh -huh. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the, and to the people or to the people. Okay. Now, let me put that in another way. Okay. The states can do anything they want as long as it doesn't violate the, the prohibitions of the Constitution. The federal government can do nothing but what's in the Constitution. Now, that's what that says. So the federal government cannot, cannot do anything unless it's in the Constitution. That's right. And they're, the, they're restricted to, uh, not just that, there are other things too, but mainly restricted to Article One, Section 8. Those 17 paragraphs, they're restricted to that. And there's some other places that add some other things in, but it's not big. That's the big part. And the states can do whatever they want, uh, or tell the people, you know, if the people put up with it, <laughs> whatever they want, uh, you know, that's a, a whole other subject, unless it is abhorrent to the Constitution? Yes, unless they can't do it. Section 9 talks a lot about the things that the states cannot do. Hmm. Uh, yeah, section nine of Article One says the things they cannot do. For instance, they can't they can't they can't do a, a, a agreements with other nations. 
They can't uh, print money except in gold and silver. Right. There's just some things like that that they cannot do. And that's specified. No bills of credit, that kind of thing. But the federal government can do nothing except what's in the Constitution. So that's the idea of no, let no state uh, make anything but gold and silver a payment of debt. That's where that comes from. They didn't want the states yeah. printing money. Right. Yep, yep. In fact, it's very clear about printing money. I'm going to read, I'm going to read here Article Article 1, Section 8, Paragraph 5. It says, to, uh, Congress has the responsibility to coin money, regulate the value thereof. Now, today, coin would be, would be create or print or have money, okay? Mm-hmm. But regulate the value thereon is very important. It's missed. It's a, it's a parent, it's got, it's set off by, by uh, commas. Regu- how do you regulate the value of money? Stop printing. Put it out on an announcement? You can't do that. <laughs> money, the value of money is regulated by how much is printed. Yes, yes. That's how it's regulated. So if you print $10 million more, you, let's say you have $1 million that's, that's all proper. You print $10 million more, then the dollar becomes worthless because there's $10,100,000 of them where they should only be 100000 Yeah, The dollar's then worthless. That's how value is determined. And that's Congress's job? That's Congress's job, Richard? Congress? Yeah, this, you're talking about the Federal Reserve, that counterfeit job? Yeah, yeah, but they're not, they're not even government. They're private. That's right. As a private organization counterfeiting our money, the biggest criminal in the country. <laughs> how, about, how does that happen? Well, we... Okay, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so the CDC, Richard uh, Proctor, is that a... What, what kind of an... Is that just a corporation that masquerades as the government? Or what is it? Well, no, that I, I, can't, I can't say, but it's unconstitutional, no matter. How there is no constitutional provision for it. You see, the government can't do it. It's not in the Constitution, see? If it's a private organization, it can do it, but the government can't use it because it's not in the Constitution. Well, they're not going to write in the Constitution that the, that the president can make you wear a mask if they have a pandemic. I mean, how would the Founding Fathers know that? No, I'm no, losing, no, no. What am I missing? We miss what the, we miss what the Constitution does. It doesn't decide based on innovation. It decides on things based on the character and attitude and direction of mankind. The, the way we live, the way we think. Mm-hmm. The Ten Commandments are still out there. They've been out for, what, 4,000 years now? They're still out there, and they're still germane. Don't kill people. Don't steal. Don't, don't, all those things. Worship God, the one and only, you know, Christian. Whatever. Anyway, that's the stuff of the Ten Commandments. Okay, now, they are specific to the nature of man. The Constitution was written with that same point of view. We've got to put shackles on the federal government because if the federal government doesn't have shackles, it will overrule, it will override or go over its authority, and it will abuse the people. Governments have always done that. It's nothing new. Hmm. So what they did was they wrote, they codified some things that the government should do. And then in the Tenth Amendment, it said, and don't do anything else. The states will do it. And the states are the power of, this, of our country. Hmm. Everybody thinks the states are subservient. They're the power of our the country. The power. So, yes. Um, so, so the CDC, when they say you have to wear a mask when you go on plane, pain, a plane, uh, 
planes and buses and trains and stuff. Um, the judge in Florida said you can't do that because it's not constitutional. You just can't do that. I'm not sure she said those exact okay. words. She, she says it's not appropriate that he ceded their authority, you see. But okay. that means it's not constitutional okay. because they don't have any authority to write it. They have, don't have any authority to do it. So even if there was a, a real pandemic, which I don't think there was, but let's just suppose that there was, right? Let's say, suppose there was a real pandemic, which we don't like believe in, in. Like in 1918, perhaps? Well, even that one was, uh, you know, that was a kind yeah, job. even that was, but it's still, it was a big deal. That was a kind yeah. job, too, but uh, let's not go there now. Would they, would CDC have the authority to do something? I mean, could they declare oh. an emergency or something oh, like well, that? Well, they can... They can they can recommend. You see, that's the key. Recommend. They can say, we have an emergency, and we recommend you do this and this and this. That's and it. that's it. Wow. That's it. And they should do that. Yeah, they could recommend all they want, right? I mean, Fauci yes, can get right. up there and say, I think you should wear a mask because I'm a doctor, and, you know, whatever. Um, but the real... But why, why do the... Why do the air... Do the airlines do it because they get money from the government, or why do they do it? I don't know if they get money for doing it, but I do know that if they don't do it, the FAA can shut them down. Oh, I see. Well, just like the radio, you can shut down the radio through the Federal Communications Commission. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can shut down lots of things. The government has the power to shut stuff down. By the way, neither of those organizations are constitutional, <laughs> so the government doesn't have any power to do those. <laughs> the FAA and the and the and the. Uh, not constitutional not constitutional wow it's for the states to decide what is it is it is it the communications what what does the radio I should know what is it uh, um, what organization is that federal communications federal communications so they just created that and they made up the the fact that they control the airwaves and they don't really yes they just made it up they They just decided to have it they do it (laughs) and everybody everybody agrees with them if you'd say, no, you don't, if they, let's say a radio station right. said, no, you don't have authority, I'm going to do what I want. And they could. They could. So now everybody's kind of happy, the airlines are happy, They're, everybody's flying without a mask, and, and we seem like we want to go down the road because of this Florida judge's decision saying, you guys overstepped your boundaries, and it's not constitutional, right? You don't have authority to tell people. Now the Biden administration is going back to the Department of Justice and saying, we want you to overturn that. Yeah, but they don't have the power to do it. The Department of Justice is unconstitutional also. Oh, good. Wow. Where did we get It all belongs to the states, you see. Yeah, wow, it goes all back to that, huh? Yes. The Constitution just sets up boundaries to control an organization because they know all governments abuse their people hmm. if they can. So this was written to tie down with the biggest chain possible. You should look at the chains they put on aircraft carriers. The links, those links are, are bigger than the room here. Okay, they're huge. And that's how much power, that's what the Constitution is supposed to do with the federal government. Tie it down with links like that. Hmm. Well, that's what the Constitution was about because the founders yes. knew that these people are going to be rascals and they're just going to, you know. It, it always happens. You know, be you know when the first violation of the Constitution occurred? Oh, no. 1790. The Constitution was ratified in 1788. 18 months later, give or take a little, the Constitution had its first violation 
of its precepts, concepts. What was it? It was the number of representatives from each state. They changed it from 30,000, which is specified in the Constitution, to 50,000. That's what they did. They just changed it? Just changed it. Yeah, they just did it. They just changed it. Oh, you mean so many people for each 30,000, they changed it so many people for each 60,000? Yeah, well, yeah, one representative for every 30,000 people in the I Constitution. See. I see. They changed it to one representative for every 50,000 people. And the interesting thing about that <laughs> is the big states and the small states during the convention in Philadelphia were fighting over this issue for three months. Oh. The big states wanted big numbers. The small states wanted small numbers. The big numbers because then the government becomes more centralized. Small states, then the government stays more in the states. You see, ah. small numbers for the little states. Government stays more in the states. That's the difference between the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists. The Anti-Federalists wanted the Constitution to bind the government. The Federalists wanted the government to bind the people. That's what's happening. So the people in the Constitution that argued about 50,000 got their way when it came time to use it and do it in 1790. Hmm. They changed the rules and got their way. And the Constitution wouldn't have been ratified. Do we know the people uh, of the day in the 1790 who were buying that? Some of the, the names? Oh, yeah. Madison, 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 Jay, and Hamilton. Big names. Yeah. They wrote the Federalist Papers, remember? They were the rascals, the Hamiltons, right? They yes, were. they were. Hamilton. Madison was a rascal on this subject. He was not going to allow these things. They've got to have a, a, a big number. Got to, got to, got to, got to, over and over and over again. And the other guys, the small states, we will ratify it, then we'll go home. And then and so they compromised to 30 18, on the last week or the last 10 days. They compromised at 30,000. All everybody went home, but the guys who wanted 50, they just waited. And when the first census came out, they changed the rules. Uh, they didn't even go through Congress? They just changed the rules? No, nope. <laughs> nope, they just changed the rules. <laughs> kind of like right. what they do now, right? This, this, yes. I like what they do. Like They've been doing the, the same thing for 250 years, man. Just yeah, whatever they, I want to do, you guys... You sheeple, just do that. Yeah, now the next violation occurred in 1791. <laughs> okay. That was only one year later. Yeah. And that one was about the first bank, first National Bank of the United States. Yes, it was. First National it Bank. It picked up the power to control the money of the states, and Congress no longer controlled the value or decided how to print it. So it, it all went to the what we call today the Federal Reserve. Yeah. This was the Central Bank of the United States, 1791, with a 20-year charter. And when it went away, we didn't renew it until 16, and we knew that there were 36. Then Jackson figured out what was going on with these things, and he vetoed it and got it out of there. And we were safe from that until 13. Many people say that's what the War of 1812 was about. Uh, the 20-year uh, charter uh, was, was up, right? Yep, I say that. Do I say that. Yeah. I say that the surrender, the surrender that occurred the Revolutionary War had a very private provision in there that said we were going to organize a bank with England. Oh, really? You think it was in the... That's in, what I think. You think Just it was, me. Yeah, I understand. No, I wouldn't doubt and it. The, with these guys. And the 1812 had a very small thing that says you're going to organize that bank again. So before uh, 1791, how was it set up for the money thing? Oh, the money... The money... The money thing, yeah. It wasn't. The money was, was supposed to be controlled by the by the... Congress. 
They were supposed to issue the proper amount of money. Whatever, whatever it was, just kind whatever of. They you know, so they print it right out of treasury, right? Just print it right out of treasury. Yes, yes, but they coined a lot too. Yeah, they coined a lot. It, that's what I mean, printer silver. coin. Yeah, printer coin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, the the gold coin and the silver coin were one to sixteen, and that's how they did it. And, and it held held that one to sixteen ratio for a long time. It doesn't anymore, but they held it to that for a long time. You see, that was established by law. That's okay. They can do that. One to sixteen. I lost you there. Sorry. Oh, oh, one ounce of gold and sixteen ounces of silver, silver are equal to a dollar. Yes. No, no, no. One ounce of gold and sixteen ounces of silver are equivalent. Whether it's a dollar, oh, whether I it's see. yen, whether it's marks, uh, okay. doesn't make a bit of difference. One ounce. Well, of if silver. I hold in my hand one ounce of gold and I hold in my hand sixteen ounces of silver, they're equivalent in value. That's not the way it is today, is it? I maybe. Oh no, no, no! It's, it's horribly out of step. Yeah, because if you divide the gold price today, let me go on there and divide it by sixteen. The gold price today is um, eighteen seventy. So let's go eighteen seventy divided by sixteen. Oh, that'd be a hundred. Whoa, that'd be a hundred and sixteen. Hundred and sixteen dollars an ounce for silver, but it's only twenty-two ounces. Twenty-two dollars yep. an ounce. Yeah. That's why it's so far out of kilter. Wow. Five times out of kilter, six times out of kilter. Yeah. So silver should be a hundred over a hundred dollars an ounce. And I think that when we finally get back in the web, see, silver and gold always had that. Traditionally, they had that relationship. Yes, sir. But we've wiped it out by our printing of money and all the garbage we do. So now, if in fact it rolls back to its head that people with silver will make a bundle of money, investment wise. Yeah. But don't don't ever sell it. Don't sell it. Keep it because you'll have a lot more money to buy stuff with than the people that have gold. Yeah. Because silver is sixteen times. Well, you silver know, silver will be six times more valuable. There's silver monsters out there, and I know a lot of them that they say they've been holding on for years. They believe it's going to really go up someday. And oh, I, I think the gold and the silver will both go up out of sight. Yeah. Well, Richard Proctor, they almost have to. I mean, we don't know exactly any longer because they they tore down the websites and the charts that tell us exactly the money supply. We used to know. Yes, we used did. to know. I mean, the Fed used to print it, you know, but yes. they, they took that away years ago and they keep taking In 2006. All, yeah, yeah, 2006, right? And then they keep taking all the good charts away. The MZM, they took that one away, the M3, right? So we don't yeah, know how M3. many... But no idea. I think if I was on a game show, I would say there's just with my study of money, I think there's about forty trillion dollars. If there. you if you buy that in half and double, if you, I think it's sixty. You do, do you? I think it's sixty trillion dollars. Whoa! So there's no way you ever go back and back it by gold. I mean, you know, you it would be can't be done. It can't be done. This can't be. It's got to be done by production. It's got to be done by the things people are building and selling. Production is the key to the value. Explain what you mean See, by that, a, production. Okay, there's a formula to decide what inflation is going to be. It's an economic formula from the 1800s. In the 30s, 1930s, they threw it out because it was too controlling. And they never taught it again after the 1970s. But I learned it in the early 1960s. I'm just going to say the formula, MV equals PT. Now, that's the formula. MV equals PT. It's in my, books. It's in my, it's in my uh, economics book. Saving, oh, economics MV book. equals PT. Is the, that's the formula. 
M equals the supply of money. Yeah. V equals the velocity, the velocity of money going money. through the economy. Right. T equals the number of transactions that are happening during a particular period of time. And P is the result of those together. M times V divided by T equals P. And that's a move, um, an item that moves up and down very, very slowly. So, so what are, what do P and T, and T, V and T represent? They represent production, the things that are being sold, the number of things that are being sold. That's right. what it represents. That's where production comes in. Because if you make something, you can sell it. And if people make lots of things, you can sell lots of things. More transactions, more velocity, you see? Oh, that's, I see. So you have more, you have more velocity and more transactions. Or no, I'm sorry. You got more velocity, and then that makes the the p number smaller because the top number is bigger. Correct? Well, it's a mathematical equation. Yeah. I do it this way. It equals p. If you if you set v and t to one, you know how algebra. What does it mean? What do we have? M equals p. If you set V and T to one, okay, you have transactions and velocity, uh, velocity to you one. Just put it to one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, each of them. So then they drop out of the equation, and M money supply equals P. So if the money supply goes up just a little bit, so will the prices. If it goes down just a little bit, so will the prices. That's how you do it. So if you put production in there like it's supposed to be, they can tell you how much you should print to keep inflation stable. Right. So that's the Keynesian idea that they claim that as long as you keep production stays up with money money printing, no. uh, that's what they that's no. what they Keynesian, argue though, right? Yeah, no? Keynesian was a Fabian socialist. Yes, his goal was to get uh, everybody in the socialist. So he writes in his books things that are sound good, but they're not right. I never, I would never read his books. Never, never, never. It'll, it'll wipe your ideas out. <laughs> You'll go crazy. I have a, yeah. I have a, oh, downstairs I have a picture of the formula to determine how much money you should print and what the, the money supply should be. The formula is impossible for you and me or anybody else except the highest mathematician to ever understand. Really? And I think there's a dividing by zero in there so they can get the results they want. Oh, so this is the one that Keynes put out, the, the formula. And you think it's a, it's a, the, he cooked the books when he did the formula. Yes, <laughs> cooked the books. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt yep. it, man. I wouldn't doubt yeah, it. Because he's the guy that said, we've got to have deficit spending. we got to have that. And I was in school in the 60s, early 60s. And I believed that. I thought that was right. Till I got out into the world, and I sat back and I said, just a minute. West Germany's not, not in debt. Japan's not in debt. Their economies are going whiz bang. Ours, oh, we are in debt. We're not going whiz bang. There's an error here. And so I realized debt's not the issue. See, think of it this way: debt. You got a huge swimming pool there, and you want to pour more money into it somehow. And then, so what you do is you take a, a bucket of water out of one end of the swimming pool, you run down to the other, and you pour it back in. How much value have you changed? Nothing. But the, but the taking the bucket out represents debt. So you have nothing. You have no debt. You have an economy that will work perfect. Now, there are economists that will stand up and yell and scream and say, if we don't have debt, our economy will fall because we must have debt to grow. That's garbage. 
We don't need debt. That's just one of those things well, they say. Well, wouldn't you... Uh, isn't the idea of a mortgage debt a good idea so people can own a home? Who's going to be able to save $400,000 to buy a house? I am not saying they should not have debt. I'm just saying that we don't base our economy on debt. Okay. Oh, not a debt-based monetary system like it is today. Right. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. And the Federal Reserve has been doing that for its entire lifetime. That's what they do. That's what they do. Yes, that's what they do. They base our economy on debt. And they talked into uh, us into doing it. What do they say? You you go, do you deserve this? It only costs you ten dollars a month and you deserve it. You deserve it. Everybody runs out and buys it's only ten dollars a month. And you get a thousand ten dollars a month and you owe ten thousand dollars a month. And that's the goal. I looked on the Fed's balance sheet the other day, H four one release, and you can just Google that, H four one release. You can look at it, the whole balance sheet. They've got nine trillion bucks on there. I mean, duh, where'd that come from? You know? Exactly. <laughs> You remember when when uh, Rand Paul, Paul, uh, Ron oh, Paul, yeah, Ron Paul. When Ron Paul was was, at, was still in the house, and he caused and then yeah, he caused a partial audit of the Federal Reserve. They audited three years. I don't know which three between six and ten. I don't know which three, but they audited three years. During that three-year <laughs> period, they found over $16 trillion printed by the Federal Reserve and sent to the banks and corporations in Europe. Say that again? They printed like $16 trillion in money, Euro dollars, M3. They printed that and sent it to the banks in Europe. Now, this was after they stopped telling us about M3, you see. He was complaining. He said, why are we worried about $2 trillion in the national debt when the Federal Reserve just printed 16 and sent it to Europe? And that's what they do. That's what they do. And the M3 money supply is a part of our money. Therefore, that's inflationary. Oh, yeah. Because it all come back here someday, right? It'll, it all comes back. All comes that's back. why everybody's <clears throat> buying up land in the States. They've got so many dollars that they can't buy products we make because we don't make them anymore. So they got to bring their money back and they buy up businesses and land and all kinds of stuff. So that's how, the, how they get their value back, by buying up the United States a little bit at a time. Well, um, I think Andrew Goss, my mentor, used to say that this is, this is one of the reasons why they invented taxes, to take that bucket out again, to suck money out of, of, the, of the system as well. <clears throat> no. Are you talking about the Sixteenth Amendment when you say? Well, I mean, I mean you know, whatever. I mean, I know it's all bogus, well, but the taxes have to pay. The taxes that the government is authorized to collect. Okay, what are they authorized? I always know what they're authorized. I'm going to read to you what they're authorized to do. <laughs> Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, and excises to pay the debts and provide for the common defense and welfare, etc. What are they saying there? Congress has power to collect import taxes. That kind of taxes. It's imports, tariffs. That's it. That's what, that's what they're talking about. That's the main thing the government should rely on is tariffs, import duties, stuff like that. That's the task. That's where their money is supposed to come from. 
Well, they had enough to get by for years, decades, decades. They had enough. Sure, we went in debt, but Jackson got us out of debt, cleared down to almost nothing. And they were still, there were still no taxes. See, Jackson did it. The point I'm trying to make is that the taxes are built to control us, to destroy our ability to amass fortunes, to make sure that they take a piece, a large piece of everything we make, so we can't get as far ahead as we would like to. And become That's strong and, and sovereign and whatever else. What yeah. happens when yeah. you have enough money to do what you want. I wonder if the audience has, has looked at what happens when the government lowers taxes generally across the board. See, people don't understand what happens. When the government lowers taxes, now this is a little complicated, so you must listen up, guys. Hmm. When the government lowers taxes, that means that the wealthy have to pay less taxes. So therefore, they have more money to invest in new businesses. Therefore, when the government lowers taxes, people have more money to spend. New businesses have more, more money to produce. Therefore, we have a generation of value. That's not inflation. That's a generation of value. That, that, I wrote all about that in a value, how to determine value. It, 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 that's how you determine value, is by how much production you've got. And the production is caused by lowering taxes. And if you raise taxes, the absolute opposite occurs. Production is slowed down. So that's one and of the production we care about. Yeah. So the, was that one of the arguments for uh, Donald Trump to lower corporate taxes? That's what he argued, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. Exactly. That kind of thing. Lower, and corporate taxes. lowering corporate taxes brought corporations back to the United States. Now we employed people. And it's, isn't it funny when he did that? You know, I'm, I'm a big Trump fan, but you know, who knows? It doesn't matter personalities, but. But when he did that, all the socialist lefties, man, they went crazy because they said, oh, there you are. You're just patting the rich guys because they're the corporations. Right. And, you know, that's what they always they say. Even, they always say That's that. what they always say. But what do rich guys do with their money? They, they, they invest it. They invest. They build stuff. And you know? they invest it in business and in production and in growth for our economy. Sure. They don't leave it sitting in a bank. They invest it. Yeah. So what's really happening is the government is giving more money to the rich so that they will build more per, more foundation for our economy. And that's what's really happening. Hmm. But they don't want to talk about the next part. Hmm. So they don't. Um, we gotta get, uh, I want to get back on the, on the mandate thing. So uh, Richard, he's not you, but another Richard wants to know, so does he think that the uh, government will overturn the lifting of the max math mask mandate i can say that so you don't think they're going to get away with this do you well it depends on it depends like you said on the supreme court by the way they have no power in this issue at all anyway but we give it to them we the people give it to them if we would pay attention to the constitution we wouldn't give, we it, wouldn't to give them, it to them and there wouldn't be a roe versus way to even talk about because right. we would not have done it anyway so here we go okay it goes to the justice department and they sue legally sue and do all those kinds of things they're supposed to do and as they do those things it eventually appeals wind up in the supreme court again probably when it winds up in the supreme court again if the guys hold fast to what they did to revoke it then it will stay revoked but if they don't because people in the background get him to pay them money or going to threaten them do all kinds of stuff if they don't hold through then it'll be back on, on board again and it's unconstitutional do you realize that the Constitution, the states, had laws against abortion all throughout the country. They did, all throughout the country. But immediately when the Supreme Court said, 
this is our opinion. All the states said, oh, that's a law. We must follow the law. So they, they took all their abortion out. And that's the wrong way. They should have said, get out of our face, Supreme Court. We're going to do what we want to do. That's what they could have said, or should have said. Could have, would have, should have, what a, what a, right. That's what the Constitution said they were supposed to do. That's what the Tenth Amendment says they were supposed to do. So I wonder, um, do you think the likes of a, a Abbott, Texas, and, and uh, DeSantis, they're going to start getting this, that that the government really can't tell you what to do? I mean, they, Oh, we got a long way. We got a long way to go. We got a long ways to go before the people will ever understand okay. that the federal government can't tell us what to do. It's the people. Yes. Because we can't rely on a DeSantis or Abbott to, right. to do it, right? We, yeah. Let me give you an illustration of what people could do if they wanted to. And I believe every person is fed up with the taps you've got in the kitchen. You turn it on and you get a flow of about a, a dripple. So you fill up a gallon jug, you got to sit there for 10 minutes. Well, not really, but you got the idea. Mm -hmm. You should have a free flow through there. It should be half inch. And you fill up that, that jug in about, about 30 seconds. So what's the really happened? Have they saved any water? No, they haven't. They've just used time in the kitchen. But if all the people who are angry about that would do the same as I do, refuse to stay with it. You put in a, a through flow tap so your kitchen sink will, will have water, just like your bathtub have water. Mm -hmm. Same flow. You should have the same flow in the kitchen sink as you got in the bathtub. Same exact. You don't use any more. You don't save any water. If you have that kind of flow, you got to tap, turn it, make it lock, more or less. If the people who are irritated with that law, irritated with the garbage toilets we have, if they just would stop buying from our manufacturers who are doing that and start buying overseas. Game over, right? Game over. The manufacturers would quickly go back to serving the people. The people have the power. The people would ignore that law. They would say, we want that. And the, and the manufacturers would do it because they don't want to go out of business. Right. Oh, what kind of argument do you think that the, the Justice Department can, can make? Are they going to have to make the argument that they do have the authority, the CDC, to make you mask up on an airline? And they're going to lose that, yeah. right? They're going to lose that. They're going to use that. They're going to use that. You can't take our government authority away from us. What are you talking about? But don't they really risk uh, denutering the CDC by doing that? Maybe that's why they'll never really go through with this, trying to overturn it, the, the Florida judge? Well, that comes back to right now, if the Supreme Court really is going to overturn it or not. Yeah, oh, that's, no, the mask mandate. The yeah, mask the mask. Yeah, sorry, in, both, in both the cases, mask. though, the mask mandate, yeah. say you're the Justice Department and the CDC, and the only argument they have is to say, well, we do have the authority. And you say right. they don't. And maybe the Supreme Court agrees with you, maybe. Don't oh, they, will, they will agree with what the, what the climate wants them to agree. Yeah, what the, what the current... <laughs> yeah, wow. But isn't there enough kind of constitutionalists there for them without Roberts to... to uh, well, no, yeah. For without Roberts to uphold the, the, the Florida decision to not let you have to make you mask mandate? Well, if there are enough people that understand that it's unconstitutional, right. they will. 
But if they're not, they won't. And that depends on the back stuff that we don't know about. We don't know. That depends on what's happening behind the scenes. The telephone call, you you do that, we'll shoot you, just like we did Scalaria. Scalaria, yeah. Scalaria. If you do that, we'll put you and your family in. Uh, yeah. And so they so they change their mind and do it, because they don't want that, and they know it can be done. Hmm. They watched what it actually happened. happened. Hmm. Well, that's scary when you when we think that's about we've given these these nine people and these little robies all this power and they shouldn't have it any of it. I mean, that's right. It's when do nine people overpower nine a uh, three hundred million? Yeah. Since when? Since when? Since when do the federal judges one federal judge in an area overrule the the will of the people in a whole state? Since when? So you've told me this before, but before we do a little break here, and, and if you have a question for Richard Proctor on the Constitution, the mass mandate, our Roe v. Wade thing, if you've read about that, we'll dig into that. Uh, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com as we're live here on the 3rd of May, or uh, 888-663-6386. You can talk to him yourself and ask a question. Um, now as I was going to... Oh, so you've uh, you've answered this before, but... Go over it again. What should the Supreme Court really do? Do they should they even be there? Oh, oh yes, they have a purpose. They do have a purpose. Okay, it's outlined here in Article Three of the Constitution. You know, this 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 book right here. This little this pesky book. book yes, yeah, yeah, pesky Constitution yeah. thing. Yeah. It's right here in Article Three. Anybody who has one, whoops, let's get it right. Yeah. Anybody yeah, yeah. who has one of these or even another kind, go to Article Three and. Section 2, Paragraph 1. These are the things that the Constitution allows the Supreme Court to do. Okay. Okay? The, the judicial power shall extend to all cases in law. That doesn't say changing the law. That says following the law. Okay? In law and equity arising under this Constitution. And now he goes through the treaties and, the, and that kind of stuff. To all... Uh, okay. All cases affecting ambassadors and public ministers and consuls. One, all cases of admiralty and maritime jurisdiction. That means on the ocean, not in the, mm-hmm. the admiralty law that we do in all of our city courts. Admiralty law belongs on the high seas. That's a original jurisdiction of the federal 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 uh, supreme court. That's an original for them. Down down here it says it's original for them. To controversies in which the United States shall be a party. In this case, the United States is a party. So that does cover this. They can do that. To controversies between two or more states. For example, during the November election, ah. controversy between two states, they denied doing it. They they just shoved it aside, said we won't. But that's a power they're supposed that to do. That was their job. That's their responsibility. That was, that their, was job. their job. Wow. But they threw their job away because they didn't like the answer. <laughs> between a state and the citizens of another state between citizens of different states, between citizens of the same state under laws of grants of different states, between a state and the citizens thereof and foreign, foreign citizens or subjects. You notice everything is between states and international. Mm. Nothing domestic. So the Texas thing that went through with a bunch of other states trying to get this, uh, have them look at the, the election, that was their job, and they didn't do that it. That was their job. It's right there in the third thing. They didn't Controversies do it. Controversies between two or more states. Absolutely. 
So that had to be a political decision of a bunch of people there didn't like President Trump, right? That's right. Clear and simple. They were told what to do, and they did it. They did it. Rather than rather than look at the case, though, because that would bring it to light, they just said, we won't, we won't look at it. Don't you find it fascinating that through all of this, that there's never been... Uh, there's never been in in court with a jury and attorneys arguing the uh, this election and whether or not it was rigged or not. Not one time. Not one time. It. They've never brought the. How? What's that about? How is that possible? Yeah, and another thing, watch close. They all know it was done on the machines, right. but almost no county has gone away with the machines. They're all still there. They're all still there. Man. So what do you think twenty? 22 will look like. I don't know. No different than 20 was. What do you think 24 will look like? No different than 20 and 22. What do you think 26 will look like? No different than the following. So you think they can still continue to steal this stuff? Is it whoever they want to win? Every election that comes up is not an election. It's a, what do the guys above want? What, what? If we don't get rid of those machines and get back, back to paper ballots, we will never have another election. Yeah, at least with paper ballots. I mean, you could, you can, uh, you can, you can count them again. Just count them. You right. know what I'm saying? Count them again. <laughs> Just count them. As long, as long as they don't put the paper ballot in the machine and then throw it away. Yeah. And that's a possibility. Oh, here we got paper ballots, and the guys fill them all out, put them in the machine, throw the ballot away. Word around the campfire is that uh, Kennedy's father was so powerful that he. Uh, he got a bunch of votes in Illinois and helped Kennedy beat Nixon at the last minute. If that's true, did they have paper back then? Do you know? Did, or did they, they had a full. They had a full daily machine back there. They had a full. Mayor daily machine. It was a daily. Oh, that mayor daily machine, right? Yeah, mayor daily's machine. One of the things they did was they held back. I, I believe they did. I didn't say sure. this closely. Yeah. They held back the decision for the big economy up in Chicago uh-huh. until they found out what all the outlying people did. Then they manufactured enough votes to win. Yeah, that's that's the word. And people voted. People voted twice. All kinds of stuff. And Kennedy wouldn't have won if it weren't for that, would he? He wouldn't have won. Probably, but I don't. I don't know. That's a speculation. Yeah, I know. I, we that's don't what know. Went on in Chicago. That's what went on. It's a great. It's a great story, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was some kind of a machine there. However, they used it. You know, that's also where the where the villains were, for the uh, the. Come on, come on. The the Fed guys were after the bad guys, and that was in Chicago also. Yeah. Chicago gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Something goes on went on in Chicago oh, during man. that era. Oh man. So what's so wrong about when you punch a little thing there and you put a hole in there and it's counted like that? What's the the issue there? Who counts well, it? It goes into a machine. It goes into a machine. And then all then who knows, right? And who knows? They say that the machines aren't controlled, but there's a, a a network connection to every machine. Oh, sure. You saw some of the stuff that the My Pillow guy put out there. I mean, it was pretty trippy. Yes, Pillow was right. I mean, he put stuff out. I mean, he put it out there, and you can, you can actually see what 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 went on. Yes, he showed it absolutely positively. I know, showed it. I know, and, and I'm not saying this because I think Trump's great and all, but I mean, you can't just steal an election. That's not right. You know, that's not fair. That's right. Come on. That's not right. You know, it's you got, not fair. That's not how our American people is. That's how a dictatorship does it. Yeah. They stuff the ballot box. Or give only, you only one person to vote for. And if you don't vote right, they collect you at the end of the day and take you off. But Richard Proctor, they never would have got away with that day 
if it would have been for the media, right? They own all the media. So yes, they own all the media. Yeah. That's the fourth branch of the government. Yes, they own everything. So you know, <laughs> it was J.P. Morgan that bought all the editorial staffs of the media, and in those days it was newspaper. Oh. back in 1920s, early 20s. Yeah, early 20s. They bought them all up, and since then they've controlled the media completely. Yeah, I think he was. All he he was on. Was it UPI and uh, AP? JP. Yeah, that kind of thing. That yes. kind of thing. He was Walter Lippmann. Walter Lippmann was assigned to write what everybody was supposed to know. Wow. He wrote that. That went out. <laughs> it was all done. Morgan bought it with, with Rothschild's money. Morgan just used Rothschild's money to buy these. He didn't have much money of his own. That sound you hear is the founding fathers turning in their graves. Boy, I tell you what it's like. Yes. How did yes. we ever get here, see, man? How that's why the Constitution was written as it is. Yeah. To stop this stuff. And if we followed the Constitution, it would stop it. No. Okay, I, I do a little break here. Can you hang on a minute? We'll talk some more? Yeah. Okay, stay there. Richard Proctor, he's fun, huh? His, uh, his website, I love talking about this stuff because, you know, he knows his stuff. It's provisinstitute.com. Now, I'd like you to go on there and you can sign up for his Patreon thing. And for Patreon, I guess I'll, I ask him, but I think you get extra stuff. Richard Proctor, he's PhD, provisinstitute.com, teaching the Constitution. And you can sign up there, and I think you can do little um, seminars and uh, learn about this stuff and take your kids there, homeschool them, and have them sign up. And uh, he's got a bunch of books, and including Saving the Constitution, which I own, and you can read about it. And, uh, you know, if the rest of the world is crazy, no sense you being bonkers, too. You might as well know what's going on and help you make better decisions in your in your life because... Uh, as we as we all know, these people are, are not going to change. You know, they're just going to keep doing what they do. Okay, stay right there. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm going to be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum too. We love colostrum, and now we have uh, three different uh, flavors for you, or four, or five, or whatever. We have uh, the original colostrum. Uh, what happened to my thing here? 
let me do this. Yeah, the original colostrum from Sir Thrival, and then we have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. So now that's four. One, two, three. And I went to school. Four. Uh, four of them, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and original. Uh, and then the pine pollen, of course, and the elk velvet antler, which is on sale. Promo code, um, promo code, um, strong. What's the promo code for elk velvet antler? I can get it here. Hold on a second. It is strong 20. 20% off on our elk velvet antler from uh, Sir Thrival. So this is a great company. Check it out. We think you'll enjoy it. Uh, the colostrum is just a, a, a wonderful thing. And then you can get a sauna and uh, do that. Previously know. with Dr. Thomas Rao, the Pericles Medical Clinic in Switzerland. Their specialty is detoxification. We asked him about far-infrared saunas. The far-infrared sauna goes much deeper into the skin subcutaneously. It has its maximum about four to five centimeters below the skin surface. You've actually measured materials in the sweat and you've proven this. Yes, the, the patients after a week doing this every day, half an hour or 45 minutes, they react quite much with wet. Then you can collect this wet. Then you measure this and then you find how much they detoxify with the heavy metals. It's really amazing. It, it really is amazing. I, I think it's pretty cool. Also, we know because there have been real tests by real humans, not untouched by animals, is that uh, you can test the heavy metals and toxicity of things in the urine. Check this out. And then go in the sauna for 30 minutes and then do the urine test again and there's more heavy metals that come out in the pee than before. What? That's true. Isn't that a trip? I mean, that's really, really something when you think about it. So not only are we detoxifying through our sweat, which is a beautiful thing, but then also through the uh, urine and the kidneys and probably the feces, but they didn't measure that. But I would suspect the more stuff comes out in the poop too, but I'm just making that part up. I can't prove it. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, uh, get yourself a, a sauna, and the only way to get the best price ever of twelve ninety five delivered in the lower 48, for those of you in Petaluma, that is every place but Alaska and Hawaii is, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Petaluma, is um, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. That's the only way to get this price, Twelve ninety five. Email me, and I'll hook you up. Before we go back to Richard Proctor, and we're going to talk about the, the Roe v. Wade thing, is uh, these are the most pristine oils on the planet anywhere, pumpkin seed oil, coriander seed oil, black cumin seed oil, black sesame oil, hemp oil, um, flax oil, sunflower oil, pumpkin seed oil. And these are really nice oils that, that uh, Andreas um, uh, put together and uh, with very low friction, very low heat, so there's no oxidation in the oils, and most oils are just not good. Sorry, I don't like to talk badly about anybody, but I get oil karma, but they're just not good. The whole idea of cold-pressed is is just made up, you know, just stuff they make up, just like the, the taxes. They didn't make it up. So, 
Uh, these are wonderful oils, um, and uh, you can Google pumpkin seed oil or black cumin seed oil, and you can see some really um, amazing things that they are um, alleged to do. We'll say alleged to do, especially the black cumin seed, everything from ulcers to um, ir- irritable bowel syndrome, all kinds of stuff. So it's a great company. These oils are very pristine. They're in Myron glass, so they have a, lo- a long shelf life. Not real long because they're fresh, and um, so you want to use them up in a couple of months. So, th- th- But the bottles are small. You can do that. Check it out. It's on our website. Andreas Seed Oils, the world's most effective oils, 100% cold-pressed, and it, it means something when they so, so say cold-pressed here. On OneRadioNetwork.com, Andreas. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, we're having fun uh, talking to Richard Proctor. Richard Proctor, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you taking your time. You live in the great state of Utah? You live there? Yes. You do? Right up here in the mountains, up in these tall mountains, yes. Ah, what's the temperature like today on a spring day about? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be around seven, 70, Jeanette. About 70 uh, or so? 43 right now. Oh, it's only 43 now, but Whoa. it will come up in the daytime. Yeah. Do you like it out there it's in Utah? It's been very comfortable. Yeah. It's been very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Do, yes. you get, do you get a, a good share of rain out in Utah? you get your shares of rain? Uh, we get it quite a bit, but we don't get enough. Yeah. About we how, don't get enough. About how many we inches? Get more than Cali- we get more than California does. Well, we everybody get gets more in California. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. So let's talk yeah, a bit about, about Roe v. Wade. Um, okay. In, in 1973... The Supreme Court said something to the effect, what did they say? They, what did they say? What was their ruling? What was that ruling? What did they say? Well, as I remember, they said just basically abortions are, are permitted. Ab- abortions are permitted throughout the United States. Boom. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That was... And I don't think they said anything more than that. They may have said it in bigger words, but I think that's all they said. Huh. Were they were they taking on the idea of when life began, whatever life is, and did they define life or anything fun like that? Well, they they, they did talk a little bit about third term and things like that in the beginning. Yeah, but you know, you know, Pat, that, that wasn't their job. Their job was political. Get abortion started. Yeah, it, it wasn't medical. It wasn't science. It was it was political. If you just looked at the Constitution like you have right there in your formerly nicotine-stained hands, um, yes. <laughs> does the Constitution say anything about abortions? Nope. It just says that the federal government can't do it because it's not there. Federal government can't do what? Can't rule about it, can't do it, can't say anything about it, can't, can't authorize it, can't disauthorize it. It's not in the Constitution, therefore the federal government can't touch it. Does the Constitution say anything about killing another person? In the amendments, it does. What is it? Oh, which one? It talks about it. It's in in the sixth where they're talking about criminal. I don't know that it actually says murder or kill a person. That's 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 from the Ten Commandments. But it it is the Sixth Amendment where it talks about uh, crime. Uh, Trials of crime. 
and the seventh talk about civil civil courts. Civil. So it would be up to the state of Texas to decide what a crime is. Yes, right? that's exactly right. That is precisely correct. The, the, the representatives and the senators would get together and pass laws to say yes. it's against the law to terminate a person's life in Texas. Yes, right? that's the, that is exactly the job of the state legislature in Texas and every other state. That's it. Now, now they're supposed to do what the people tell them to do. So it goes that's back the to idea. The that's the idea. Yeah, that's yeah. the idea. That's why they're called representatives. Representatives. They're representing <laughs> the people. So if they don't represent the people, then they're violating their, their purpose. Yeah, but nobody represents the people anymore. They're all violating their purpose. Yeah. Don't they take an oath to represent the people? Or? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They take an oath in the Sixth Amendment. It's outlined. I mean, the Sixth Article. It's outlined. Every... Listen to who has to do it. Yeah. Senate senators and representatives before mentioned, that means federal, the members of the several state legislatures, mm. <clears throat> all executive and judicial officers, both of the United States and of the several states, must be bound by an oath to support the Constitution. this constitution. Right. It's right there in the sixth article, very clear. So what what came out last night, uh, even after we, long after we scheduled this interview, it was kind of synchronicity you know, that we have you on here, <laughs> synchronized our, our watches. So what happened last night was that Political put out, a, put out the whole ruling that's theoretically, and they think it's accurate, that Scalia, not Scalia, um, what's his name? Who, what's his name? Hmm. Who's, who's the real Alito, sorry. Alito wrote the decision that they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. This came out, and they don't know who leaked it, but evidently there are nine justices and 45 um, clerks, so somebody leaked it. Um, and uh, justices can change their decision before it's published, before they're finalized, so... I don't know who leaked it or why they leaked it, that they were going to overturn Roe. But you're saying it's probably a good thing they did because they shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yes, but I think that it was leaked so that the people that want it would rise up and shout and scream and yell yeah. so it wouldn't be revoked. Yeah, I think you're right. I know you're right. I don't know why I know you're right, but I know you're right. Some pro-abortion person leaked this puppy because yep. they know it's going to be all over the media, which I guess it is today. I don't know. I don't watch media. But I bet it is. And NPR and all the media just with their hair on fire, man. Just their hair on fire. They're going to hammer it and hammer it and hammer it because they're a part of the people who want to destroy the country. They're a big part of it. Yes, sir. So they want that done. They want all those children murdered. Can you imagine? 60 million kids are not here with us. What would they have done? Is that what it is today? 16 million? You think there might have been an Edison mixed up in that group of people? (laughs) Might have been a a Michelangelo mixed up in that group. Unbelievable. What kind of talent have we destroyed? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't like telling people what to do, but I mean, you can look at a fetus and, and, you know, they have fingernails. and Come on. They're living. I mean, they're alive. I mean. Oh, yeah, they are. They're alive from the moment of conception. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they're eeny, beeny, beeny, tiny thing and they're alive. Yeah. And I saw where Roberts 
he's he's during the when they've been arguing this case what was i think uh, what what's the name of the case casey or something like that where this is even coming up okay yeah, something like that that he's arguing that he wants to just do 12 weeks okay you just gotta you can't do it right uh after 12 weeks that's what robert says you know because he's kind of like a faux conservative Oh, is the right word. He's a make-believe conservative. <laughs> make-believe. I mean, if you're going to terminate life, what difference does it make how long it's been in, in the Well, world? you know, that's a good point. I mean, was it 12 weeks or 14 weeks? You know, is, that, is, yeah. is it or different? about 13 weeks? Or 13 weeks. about nine? Yeah. Yeah. Is it different? Yeah, see, so it's just an arbitrary number. It has no value. So I but think you're right. These people work. I these think, people work yeah. an arbitrary number. I think you're right. I think that somebody leaked this, a pro-abortion person, pro-life, no, pro-abortion person, because they knew that this was going to happen, and everybody and their brothers probably talking about it today, and I'm sure they yes. are, and maybe then all of the, in, in the hopes of overturning the judges that already have figured this thing out, right? Yes. Now, here's the thought. Here's the thought. The media. Were we really talking about the media now? Wouldn't it be interesting to make tapes of all of the media, all the media con con conversation about this subject and compare and see how precisely they are all exactly oh, the same? I, I, I've seen some of the videos. Have you seen some of those where they, yes, they edit all of these things with the nightly news around the country? I mean, yes. a hundred stations saying exactly the same the thing. The same words. The same words. I mean, these same words. So that means that it's being fed. Oh, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> and we all agree. Well, we all listen to this thing and worship it as if it were true. Yeah. Television, programming. They call if, it programming. If the, if the people in the audience want to have a really good discussion of this subject, yeah. get a book by Alan Drury called Capable of Honor. Oh, let and me see. Alan Drury? Yeah. Alan Drury, D R U D U R Y, something like Drury, A L A L L E N, Alan Drury, D R U R Y. Okay. And it's going to be in the mid mid sixties, so you know you're going to have to look Dig at his bookshelf. Okay. Mid fifties, and it's called Capable of Honor, and the whole subject of this book is to show how the media controls the people. Oh yeah. Hmm. And it's interesting to note that the hero of this book, the guy who writes all this stuff to control the people, he'd be the hero. He uh, is called Wonderful Walter. <laughs> Wonderful Walter. Yeah, and it's Walter Lippmann who's actually doing the writing for the journals. Oh, he he was doing the whole thing. Yeah, he's a he's a real person. He was doing sure, the I writing know. Walter for the CFR. Yeah. yeah, Walter Lippmann was doing the writing for the CFR, and Alan Drury wrote a book using Wonderful Walter. As the as the guy doing that task for whoever's in control, the Council of Foreign Relations. Yeah, writing everything the people are supposed to know. He would sit down, write on his typewriter. Da, 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 da. This is what they've got to know. I've got to make sure they understand what they're supposed to know. I may make sure they know what they're supposed to know. <laughs> and that's what he did. <laughs> and everybody just saluted smartly and pressed on. Wow. Well, you know, Walter Cronkite wrote in his book that. He, he he was up for a time on the uh, CIA payroll. You know, they they counseled him on what he could say or not say about Vietnam. It's done all the time. Everything is done. Yeah. Some one of these one of the brethren, one of the guys in the in the political outline, I, I sure someone will remember who it is, but I can't. 
But this guy said there is no coincidence in government. No. There is no coincidence. Now, in my discussion of the media in the Liberty Series, in that discussion, I have a significant excerpt from a talk given by a guy who was retiring, a well-known, highly paid journalist retiring, who in essence said, I am sure glad I can get back to having my own opinion again. Yeah. Because if I had expressed my own opinion before, just like you guys, you, I would have lost my job and been blackballed. So I could not express my own opinion. This was in his retirement speech. Sure. It's sure. all quoted. It's all quoted in the Liberty Series. Well, Richard Proctor, I started in broadcasting in 1968 in Armed Forces Radio. I got out of the Navy in 69 and started working for radio stations. And I was fired from every one of them for straying off the reservation. Every, well, everyone but one didn't or say two. the right words. You said the right well, I words. I said the wrong words, you know. I said the wrong words. <laughs> yeah. You know, you start, boy, you start doing that, man. And oh, boy. Goodbye, Patrick. Goodbye. It's been fun. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I can't. I can't do debate team stuff. To point the button, push the button bottom left. I can't do a debate team. I can't do anything like that because I can never take the side I don't agree with. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I mean, how could you? I. You know. That's why. That's why we have we have a smaller audience in most shows because. Because we are, um, we're, you know, we're not interested. Thank you. Click, click. Because, because we yeah, have some ideas. That, like the number. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Um, let's see what what's your number. What's happening? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean, if you just kind of go with talk about, I mean, you know, talk about, you know, talk about stuff, you know. It's, I can't talk about stuff that it's not interesting. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't do yeah. it. You know, I, I just can't do it. Sorry. I, I was giving a presentation once about a bottle of stuff that we were selling. I was doing yeah. it. And the bottles were white. And the company came out with some green bottles that turned out to be wrong. But I was doing a presentation and I had to do what they told me to do. So I took the white bottles. <laughs> And I talked about the white bugs. And I said, this is really good. This is the white bug. And most of the people came up afterwards and says, okay, Richard, what's wrong? Why did you present that that way? I can't. I can't deceive. Not going to do it. Yeah. I can't deceive. I, I, I wasn't deceiving. I was using the white bottle, but they wanted to know why. You can't believe how many people email me, want me to promote certain products, you know? And... There's, there's no way I'm just going to sell a bunch of stuff that doesn't yeah. not right. good. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to do it. You know. Right. And I can't do it either. If I if I don't believe in something, I cannot stand up here and talk about it. No, no. So way. I can't do debate. I can't do journalism. I can't do things. <laughs> somebody else is telling me what to say or do, or requiring that I do a certain. Well, you can. You could. I'd love to get you on with a, but I don't. I don't know who would debate you as somebody who is not a constitutionalist. Why would you not be a constitutionalist? You could. I mean, I, you know, you know, there's <laughs> a danger to do that. Is they it? never stay on the subject. Wow. They always take your words, change them around, and say something else, and move off the subject. Yeah. They always do that. Wow. And pretend like they're good guys. Yeah. I will have Constitution guys who claim to be constitutionalists call and argue with me about the, fifth, the, art, our, the Article Five on the three ways to amend the Constitution, not two. 
and they'll argue with me day and night. There are three ways to amend the Constitution, what not are, just two. What are the three? Three. One of them is the Congress does it by itself. The other one is the states ask the Congress to do it. And the third one is the, con the states do it by themselves. Really? So a bunch yeah. of people in Texas, we could get together and we could change the Constitution, just one state? You'd have to have 34 states with you, oh, and okay. they all have to do the same thing. But yes, you can change it. That's what the Article 5 says. Hmm. It's right here in the bottom. I'll read you where it says. There are significant ors, you see. Hmm. And the last one says, or by, con by conventions in three-fourths of the several states. In three-fourths. Conventions in the three-fourths. Just like the just like the original Bill of Rights was ratified, they had conventions in three fourths of the states. Interesting. So That's I, a way to do it. It's right mm, there in Article Five. Right. Why don't we just get thirty four states together and get rid of the income tax? You know. You could. Oh, you don't even have to take thirty four states. No, no. All you have to do in that case is one. The amendment's already there. All you've got to do is have the legislature say that's against the Constitution and we won't do it. Wait a minute. Whoa. 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 The legislature of Texas could just get together and say, we're not doing this tax thing in Texas, so you can't tax our Texans? Yep, yep, you could do that. Why? Because it is obviously contrary to the Constitution, and they swore an oath to support the Constitution. So they'll go back to their oath, we support the Constitution, and that does it, therefore we're not doing it in Texas. So if the IRS then starts beating on the doors of people in Texas, it would be this little... There would be that would be an interesting uh, yeah well actually, tug of war right actually they would just say we're not going to talk about it the state told us we can't and we follow state law oh I see yeah they they can't put the state in jail but they can put an individual in jail but in the state law you follow the state law you can't be penalized for following the state law oh so. It would, it would be a few court battles to, before you had some precedents in there, I guess. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would be. And some of the courts would say, well, you can't. And if it went to the Supreme Court, it would all get thrown out because the Supreme Court couldn't go along with that. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't even go to a federal court. This is a state activity. Mm. It only goes through the state. It should never go to the federal. The federal government has only eight things they can do, and one of them isn't discuss what to do with laws. See, all the federal judges have to stand by Article 3 also. Every federal judge can only rule, only see cases that are authorized by Article 3. They don't do that. They do whatever they want. But that's what the Constitution says. So no federal judge can rule on anything that's a state law. It's outside of their jurisdiction. Man, we have fallen so far off the reservation with this thing, Richard Proctor. It's oh, yeah. just yes, crazy. No wonder this yeah. place is Looney Tunes. No wonder it's so Looney Tunes out there. And it's because everybody thinks they know this. Yeah. Whoops. Have no clue. Everybody thinks they know it, and nobody does. Yeah. Do you got that little I, pocket I, thing on your website? Pocket version? No, uh, I just have the nice one. A nice big one. This oh, one. The Saving the Constitution, yeah. Yes, and that's got the explanation, so you can understand this one better. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like that it book. explains the so, I call it. What do people get if they do your Patreon thing and support you? How, what do they do? Oh, if they come on Patreon all right. and they're participants in the meeting, they get a 15% discount on all of my products. So do you have different um, seminars to teach the Constitution through your... Oh, no? but not through Patreon, but I do that. If someone will call me on the phone, my number's on the website, right. and say, we want to put together a group of people. Oh. Will you come and talk to us? Yes, I'll do it over Zoom. 
or Skype, I will do it. Oh, yes. cool. That'd be fun. I've been doing that for like three years, two years anyway. Man, if I had some kids and was homeschooling, I'd get together with a bunch of homeschoolers. They should do that. Yes, yes, they should. Oh, man. Then they could ask me, oh, I'll spend however long it takes. doesn't cost anything, Zoom, Skype. Yeah. I just stay there. Right. I will talk to any group. I'd like them to be 10 or more. I'll talk to any group that meets anywhere in the country, anytime. That's because you're a good guy. Well, I know I'm a good guy, but I want people to know the Constitution. <laughs> hey, he's got I'll, help them, I'll help them learn. You, you gotta, you, it's interesting. When I'm on Skype especially, and there's a big group of people in front of me, right. and I start talking, their mouths drop open. They go, what's going what? on? What? What? Is that Is true? that really what it says? That- what? He, Richard has 10 books, uh, two on the Constitution. Um, the Constitution, if you can keep it, right? Saving the Constitution. Then you got yep. two on economics, bathroom economics, and easily understood economics. Yes. And then you got five books or six books on six. all the stuff that government shouldn't be doing that they're doing? That yes. Took, that took volume six books? Four, <laughs> volume four takes 57 cases of the Supreme Court and shows how they're wrong. Wow. In detail. This yeah. is not just a brush off their wrong. Uh-uh. Details, details, details. 100, almost 100 pages on that one subject. Well, um, oh, here's a, a final email for you. This is from Christine. So does Richard Proctor think we will just have red states and blue states doing abortions and not doing abortions? Probably we'll end up with that. Huh? It could easily been, end up with that. Huh. Yeah. Then all the pro-life people would move to the proper state, whatever color. Yeah, it wherever, is. whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah if you want to, so you want to. They, they could do what they want to do. But isn't it kind of moving that way anyway? I mean, look at all the people moving to Florida and Texas. It's well, huge. Yes, but you see, that's their right. If they want to do something, mm-hmm. go to the place that allows it. Right. If the state government allows something over here. For example, if the state government decides you can kill anybody you want and they make that a law, people who want to kill people can move there and do it. That's right. And it'd be legal. Let's do it. Now, I know that's stupid. Of course. But that's, it, it could be done. So, if a state wanted to abolish the 16th Amendment and the 17th, you need to do both of them. For, for the abolish taxes. Both yeah. of those amendments, everybody who wants that kind of thing could move there and everybody would be happy. Could, could no. you imagine? I mean, like Texas does the 16th and 17th, no taxes. How many people would move here? I mean, we'd have to. Oh, yes. But we got no, a lot of land. We, we have a lot of land, so what does it matter? You yeah. know? That's right. You got a lot of space. Here's something. I'll just read this. This is the fifth article of the Constitution, <laughs> okay? The last line says, No state without its consent shall be, shall be deprived of its equal suffrage in the Senate. I'll say what that says. No state can lose its senators in the Senate. The senators represent the state, and they cannot be taken away. That's what that says. Last line. Say it again. The state. No state without its consent shall be deprived of its equal suffrage, which means votes in the Senate. The state of Texas cannot have its senators taken away from the state representation. They will not be elected by the people. That's what that says. Very interesting. So another it's question. Always been there. Always been another there. question. Uh, enjoying the show. Thank you. This is from Gerard. 
So does your guest think that any state can secede from the union if they want to? Well, I didn't say that. No, I, he's asking. Different. He's asking you. Oh no, I can't say that they could. I could say that they could start, but it's really going to be tough. Really, and I don't recommend it either. Because if you secede, you'll be a nation by yourself, and you'll not have all the benefits that are provided by all the other states without the federal government. See, what you really want to do is you want to get the federal government out of your state. Yeah, well, it's not, not going to happen. Why would, uh, you, why would we need them for anything? We don't. Anything. It just anything. Takes a, I, I take nothing. We don't need the federal government for anything except to take care of our international affairs. That's it. Yeah, well, they're really doing a great job with that. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of the 16th <clears throat> Amendment and the 17th, and they won't do that so much either. Oh, I see. If you can dump the taxes, then what? Yeah. What are they going to do? You know. Yeah, and 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 you and you lock all the IRS, all the IS offices, and have your militia go there and say, you know. And if you federal marshals come, the federal, the federal, your militia, the state goes and picks them up, takes them, and dumps them in the next state. If if you're on hold, stay there. And we're going to get to you in a minute. Let me just finish this thought, uh, caller. Um, <clears throat> But if you get rid of the taxes, then the Fed will just keep printing more money and they'll keep borrowing more money and the inflation keeps going up. So, I mean, well, we, yes. yeah, yeah, you can't stop that. You can't stop that. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah but, but if you put in a bank, and I've got stuff about banks too, if you put in a public citizen, a proper public citizen's bank, they won't be a part of the Federal Reserve. And all of a sudden, if states the Federal Reserve would begin to run out of money and they couldn't do it anymore because they couldn't uh, work. Yeah, yeah so you, like North Dakota. You close the Federal North, Reserve. The North, yeah, the Federal. Yeah. North Dakota has... Uh, um, yes, they do. But you see, it's not quite right. It's okay, but it's not quite right. I see. Because it still uses the FDIC and it still oh, does is it? controlled by the state. The state oversees it. It needs, audits, needs to be a private it. bank, a private bank. It needs to be a private thing, but not owned by the people either. It's got to own itself and be a private item. Let's, audited by the state. Yes, 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 audited by the state. Let's take a phone call. Good morning, you're on the air. Who's this? Well, top of the morning, this is Sean and Sharon up in the Pacific Northwest. How I was kind of thinking you might call. I don't know. Because yeah, yeah. Sean is a rascal. He is a rascal about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Sean? So, I got a, I got a question for you. So, I love your knowledge. Here is absolutely awesome. And yes, I, I I can put together a homeschool group up here of us to uh, teach the kids what be great. should be happening in America. Because uh, yeah, yeah, we needed to get back to the uh, foundational America in the states. But so so, do you not believe that uh, we are not the uh, the old America and the old states that, or, or do you really believe that we are still that? Because whoops, I didn't understand. So, state, so be more clear. He didn't pull, understand what you say. Say it again. Say it again. What, what's the question? Well, what I what I teach people is you know there's there's a difference. There's you know there's the corporate United States and then there's the real United States. There's the corporate. Washington State, there's a corporate Texas uh, right. state, and then the real one. And you can prove it, and you can just go on to Dun & Bradstreet and pull up, you know, the state of Texas, and they, they got, they're a corporation, and they have bylaws of their corporation, and they have California you know, corporations. Okay, 
Okay, guy, let me discuss that. You're all right on target. Yeah. Those things exist, okay? Who owns the corporation? Let me ask you that. Do you know? All corporations uh, are owned. All corporations are owned by somebody. Who owns them? I don't know. Bank well, of England. People don't own them. That's right. Yeah. The Bank of England owns them. Who owns USA Corp? That's true. It is there. Who owns USA yeah. Corp? Bank of England. But if you read real mm -hmm. close the law of, 187, of 1871, you will discover that the corporation of the United States is only Washington, D.C., not everything else. Sure. So had, sure. had our buddy Trump stopped in Florida, where he was with the military and everybody there, had he stopped there and organized the republic, it, would, it could have flown. And we just forgot sure. all about Washington, D.C. And that would have been outside corporations, by the way, or it could be outside corporations. So let me ask then Richard Proctor and Sean, so if some, the Bank of England and Jesuits or whoever, the Vatican, own these corporations, then it doesn't matter if they're a corporation, is what you're saying? Me? Yeah, you. No, I'm saying that we should not all be incorporated. We should, we should right, organize right. as a city, but not be incorporated. Right. Organize yeah. as a city. You don't have to be incorporated. Just organize and establish your geographical location area. A Boston in 1700s wasn't a corporation. Neither was any other city. That didn't come about until after 1871. So we go pre-1871, there were no corporations in the government. Hmm. None. That was done. I've got a whole discussion about that in Volume 2. Volume 2 preface discusses all of that very detail. And it all came about because Bank of England wanted more control. Notice when it happened, 1871, hmm. we were in debt to England from the Civil War. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's one of the main things that I try to educate people on is it first has to start with that. So you got to understand that people need to understand until, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to take, the majority of the world understands that we don't have any of these constitutions anymore that are being used. They, they, they mean nothing when we're operating. You're voting for the president of a corporation. You're voting for the president, you know, secretary of a corporation. You're, the, what we're voting for at the booth is not the president of the United States. You're not voting for the governor of a state. You're voting for a corporate officer, and that's why I've never voted in my life, because I learned this when I was 17. And, okay. I, you know, so. I agree with you, Sean, that that's right. What we need to do is get enough guts among us and get people to understand that they can organize a city without being a corporation. Or 100%. And just, and just, just cut ties with the federal government. Yeah, well, right. that's, that's you, you, I don't know that you cut ties. I don't want to say that. Okay. I just want to say organize not incorporated by a geographical area. This is our city or our, whatever. Organize that way, not incorporated. So, uh, no, no, organize the city area, but you, you're not putting boundaries on the on the area, is what you're saying? Well, they already have them, so just use those boundaries. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do no meets different. and bounds, and that's, yeah. that's the thing with, with, we have real estate, and we have land. You know, right. They change that. It's like yeah, yeah. people don't understand. They think they have a they they own a piece of real estate. No, that that real estate. You are correct. You own a piece of paper, 
but you don't own the land. <laughs> That's right. Words of art for a reason. State owns the land, right, Sean? Well, they, the county, government. the county government owns your land. Right until you get a land patent, and I'm working with some is guys it, right now. Is that possible to do a land patent? I've never seen it. In no, I years. haven't either. I've had people and say, "Boy, so, you can do a land patent and own your land," but I've never seen it happen, Shawnee. So well, they own the land. All all the counties own all the land and all the buildings. So, Richard Proctor, are we yeah. destined just to be renters then? Because they got well, well. If we don't do something about what's going on today, we're destined to be just livers in an apartment that the government gives us and tells us to live in. <laughs> That's right. Where we go. And again, yep. we're back to the movie, Doctor Shulak. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick, I sent you the email here this weekend of the conference I watched. Yeah, I, I, guy I, I got that. I check it. It's a doctor. You think he'd be good to have me on the show? I'm gonna meet. I'm. Oh no, the, yeah, the other one was a doctor. Yeah, that one too. That oh, that one's a must. Yeah, I try to get a hold of him. But no, this this other guy that has done land patents. I haven't verified it firsthand knowledge. Oh, or cool. Anything, well, but, um, you work on I'm that, gonna, and then I'm you come on the show and tell people how to do it, brother. Yeah, I'm going to check it out because everybody's got a lot of talk out there. And I'm like, well, I can show me proof. <laughs> show me proof, right. Okay, kid, thanks yeah. for calling. No, just we'll, say, Sean, Sean hey, let's get back to one subject. Well, no, wait, Richard wants to talk one more thing with you, I Sean. I want to just Stay say there. something, Sean. Yeah. You're interested in teaching your kids the Constitution. Then I have a Constitution book written for high school kids. It's called The Constitution If You Can Keep It. It's spiral-bound, answers and questions, all that kind of stuff, and it teaches the basic constitution so they can understand it. And that's what it was written for, homeschooling or high school-age kids, however they want to do it. Well, so perfect. Do we'll it, be ordering that one up. That's, that's, the, that's the textbook. And, and then if you want me to come on and talk with them about it at some point, no sweat. Cool. But that's the textbook. Perfect. And his perfect. website is provisinstitute.com. Come. Come. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Shawnee, right. thanks for calling. I'm, I, I kind of had a feeling you were listening this morning. I had a feeling. Yeah, we'll be in touch. <laughs> okay, brother. Thank you. Sean's cool. He He's up in Seattle and he he's into all this stuff, you know. Well, yeah, I could say, and I could say he knows what he's talking no, about. No, he knows what he's talking about. He, he's, he's been at, at this for a very long time. So, I mean, wow. So the county owns our property. I mean, that's just, yeah, really does. that's the this deal. This is how you know. Yes. Who can sell it? Who has the power to sell your property? Well, they have to sign off on it when you go to sell it, right? County? Well, yeah, they do. But what the key is that they can't, if you don't pay your taxes, they take it away from you and sell it. Yeah. That's the key. That's it. Yeah. That's the key. Now, if you don't pay your income taxes, they don't take away anything. They just get mad at you for not paying. But property tax, they take it away from you and sell it to somebody else for taxes. They own it. How long? How far back does that go? The property, way far the back, county thing. Way far back. Way. It is the worst tax we have. A regressive tax is a bad tax. No, sorry. Progressive tax is a bad tax. Regressive tax is a good tax. And this goes back as a progressive tax way back into the early 19, maybe even the late 1800s. 1800s. So somehow they figured sure out they, that we're just going to own the land, no matter who's on it, and and we're going to yeah, charge and you. The property and the buildings that are on it, all of it belongs to right. the person. I mean, they didn't have property taxes in Boston in 1700s. They didn't pay a tax to the government for their property. You should hear some of the stories I'm hearing in this area and also in Austin, 
with the taxes, property taxes going up because of yes. the land values, because everybody's moving to Texas. Oh, my God. The, I, and you see, that's a terrible thing. I guys. know. Think it's about like, it how can minute. you do that? What determines the value of the land? What people are willing to pay for it, right? That's it. And if you haven't sold it, you don't know what the value is. So the only value you can have on tax, on property, is the value of the last sell, refinance, sell. The last time that was done, that's the value, and it never changes. Just because a house next door you goes to $12 million doesn't mean yours does. It means yours goes to the value where it was when it was sold. Right. And that's all it means. That's how you know value. No appreciation, there's nothing until it's sold. Now, that's an economic fact. No, well, they, the government's kind of digging into around this idea. It's kind of like a, the minority report thing about doing a crime before they commit it, right? And they're claiming yes, that they, the same what thing. they want to do is start to tax people on their assets before they sell them. Have you heard about this? That's right. Yeah, this is, this is right. where they're That's going. They're doing. You watch they're these people. They're doing a thought crime. It's exactly that direction. Yeah, same, same thing. Exactly that. Same, same thing. thing. If same. they're going to prosecute us for what, we're, what we might do in the future then that's the same thing as is taxing you for what you might have in the future. Which, not right. And you don't have it till you sell it. I mean, theory, that's right. I mean, right. You, don't have it you, you, don't, you don't have it till you sell it. The sale price is the value. And if there hasn't been one since 1910, that's still the value. Yeah. Unbelievable. There was something else we're here. Way afield. But it's, we're way afield because we allow it to be way Yeah, afield. I know. Yeah, we've just... A government... The county government that does this is elected by us. Make them do what we want. Well, didn't we go through uh, quite a bit of that over the last couple of years where there were just millions of people that didn't want to wear a mask and they were, they didn't fly and the airlines knew it, you know, and uh, right. that's one of the reasons the airlines were really, me, I was one, well, I wasn't going to do that, uh, sit on I some did. airplane with a mask on, come on. Uh, not going to do it. Ain't going to happen. I'm not going to do it. I walked out of. I walked out of any facility, any yeah, business. Me too. Told me I had to wear a mask. Nah. I just turned around and walked out. You've you've seen the last of me. I always said something like that. I'm out of here. I wore a shield, a, a glass plastic shield in Costco one day because I wanted something in Costco. That's it. That was my whole masking experience for two and a half years, baby. That was it. <laughs> I my whole masking experience <laughs> is a clown mask with holes in it. I got a Halloween clown mask and it holes in it, and I put that on because they would not serve me, yeah. and I had to have service. Yeah, Costco for year for a year or so was not a, you know mandated mask. I was going to Costco, so I went there one day, and they said, "No, we've changed." You got to wear a mask. I said, "No, man, I don't want to wear a mask. I get needs my dog food. You know, I got my dog food there, organic beef, right?" And the, the guy said, "Well, he was really nice. He pulls out this thing out of a plastic bag. He said, would you wear this?' And it was like a glasses with a little shield." <laughs> I said, "Okay, sure, I'll wear that. I want to. I want to get to my food. Uh, it's crazy. That's the only time I've done it. I'm just not going to." But you see, the mask is supposed to test, take, help us. Not get a disease. Oh, well, well come that on. won't do it. Not that won't do there, it. And you know how, the whole thing. You know is how so big the, the virus is. Oh. The size, do you know the size of the virus? This <laughs> virus we're talking about. The size is point zero 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 two three five. I don't. Even, a, I don't even uh, think there's a virus, but that's just me. I don't even believe the whole. Well, there journey. is. A, well, there is something, but it's so small that those masks won't do a thing about it. The only thing you can do to protect yourself. You see one of those big things that 
has oxygen filters back on your back. <laughs> that is the only I, way you can protect yourself. It's almost, I mean, maybe, you know, we have to go to some court to prove that the whole mass thing isn't even viable to get some court to, to shut down the CDC forever because they're going to keep trying to do this. You know they are. Yes, they are. They're, and the courts, won't, the courts will always allow that because they're a part of the bad side. Oh, because they're, yeah. They're a part of the problem. Can't find a court, they're all part of the problem. People have to do it themselves. I will not do it. Not just, I'm going to go somewhere gonna else. Not going to do it. And if enough people would do that, these stores would stop immediately. Oh, they would. They would stop. Yes. It wouldn't take it wouldn't take a month to shut down a store if the people said we won't come here right. if we have to wear one of those damn things. Right. I understand. And if they did that, and the store sales went, phew, they'd find that out in a week and they'd take it off. Somebody sent me a, a, a document the other day, and it was. Uh, 999 peer-reviewed studies to prove that masks are not don't do anything. 99. I don't know. Uh, is it only 99? Uh, it only, I think well, you could find hundreds of them. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Amazing that these people yes. can get up there and uh, in the media, man, it's God. Well, well, here we are. Well, Richard Proctor, it's always a pleasure to have you on. It was great fun. Well, we chatted about a lot of stuff today. We covered a lot of territory. We'll see what happens with this. It'll be really interesting to see if uh, the Supreme Court justices go along with what this, you know, leaked document says they're, they're going to overturn Roe. That's know. one of those things you just watch and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But remember, remember all, the, all your listeners, remember, they don't have any authority to do it. Anyway. So therefore, if they're vacating it, they're just getting back to what they to what they should have done they in the first done. place. Yeah. And you said you, you said vote. long ago on this show that the only people Roe v. Wade affected was who was affected oh. by Roe v. Wade, what you told me two months, three months oh, well, ago. Well I would I would say to you nobody in the United States. Well I was think you said on the show it was Roe and, and Wade. Oh, could have been them. Yeah. Could have been but in fact, there was something even with them that it wasn't really valid anymore. Really? By the time the Supreme Court decided, something had happened, and it wasn't even appropriate for them either. Now, and, and you're absolutely right that the only person that's ever affected by a decision by a court is the person that's there. But I thought there's something, isn't there something in the Tenth Amendment that if a particular state has a decision that one for all and all for one, that I, we can use that decision in another state? Am I, did I dream that? Oh, no, no, that's precedent law. That's not common law. That's not common that's law. precedent law. Precedent law. Common law is God's law. Precedent law is what you, what you do. Is you change things as you go. That's what precedent law is. But so, isn't, no, no, no. isn't all the courts just now precedent law? They don't really argue yes. common law? Yes, they are all precedent. They do not do common law. And they are also all admiralty courts rather than yeah. common law courts as is required by the Constitution. Tell, tell folks what that means in admiralty court. Oh, admiralty court means there's no jury. <laughs> That's simple. It's pretty, there's there's no there's a judge just is running the show. Right? Just a judge, two attorneys, and you. That's an admiralty court. An admiralty court is a court that's based on a captain of a ship. Yep. He doesn't have a committee. He just says, do it. Do it. And if they don't do it, he throws them in the brig. <laughs> That's what admiralty law is. So don't go to court because you, you, like you won't like what happens. You know? Yeah. There's no, we, we don't have common law courts anywhere in this country anymore. They're all admiralty courts. 
And if you read the Constitution closely in Article 3, it says Admiralty Court's original jurisdiction is the Supreme Court. Oh, say that again? Admiralty. Admiralty Court's original jurisdiction is the Supreme Court. It's talking about right here. Let me see. Yeah, the Supreme Court shall have original jurisdiction in all cases above. Let me see. Oh, yeah, on the sea, you said, right? Right, 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 right. Come on, Richard. Manners of, no, 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 no. Supreme Court original jurisdiction in all other cases before mention the Supreme Court shall have appellate jurisdiction. And it's talking about ambassadors and, and councils and things like that. And they it's also also means in here that it's admiralty courts because admiralty courts are never in a state. They're on the sea? <laughs> Only on the water of the ocean. On the water? So is it even possible that you could get a common law court if you had to go to court for some crazy reason? No? Not today. No. Unless you get there and say, where's the jury? No jury, I'm not staying. <laughs> I'm not staying. <laughs> That's what it says right here in, in, the, in this Seventh Amendment, states of common law, in suits of common law, uh -huh. wherefore the value of the controversy exceeds $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved. Very clear. So any civil case, now it's not criminal, any civil case must be a common law court, and it must have a jury, and it must be more than $20 in jury. So if somebody's in a civil thing and they want to do just the judge, you can say, I, I want to have a jury. I want to have a jury. Yep. And you're, and that's your right. And you read it out of the Constitution. You know what will happen? The judge will say, I don't use the Constitution in my court, so you'll do what I want. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what he'll say. I know. And you'll quote Article 6, and he'll say, I don't use the Constitution in my court. Get out. He'll do what I say. He has no power to put you for contempt of court. He has... Another thing, titles of nobility. Titles of nobility, the 13th Amendment that was passed in 1819 said title, anybody with a title of nobility cannot be a citizen of the United States. And your honor is a title of nobility. So a judge cannot be a citizen of the United States in accordance with the 13th Amendment that was never repealed. Does your little fancy constitution book there, or do you know about the um, requirements to be president um, for example, for, yeah. ex for example, I mean, it looks like they're going to throw Joe under the bus because he just he's losing his mind. God love him, you know. Well, that's the twenty fifth. That's the twenty fifth. That's the twenty fifth amendment. So they could maybe ditch him, throw him under the bus. But what would is this? This lady Kamala is she even? Yeah, she's not. She's not a citizen. She's, she's not a citizen. No, no, she is not a citizen of the United States. It requires one parent to be a citizen of the United States. And that parent, if you don't have a parent, you're born on the steps of the of the Capitol building, you're still not a citizen unless one of your parents is so a citizen. So both of her parents were not citizens? Neither of them were. They were ambassadors from different countries. How could she be vice president? She can't be. She can't be. She's illegitimate. Illegitimate, as was, as was Obama. All his term, yes, illegitimate. Sir. Illegitimate. Always. So what if they throw Obama under the bus and they say, you know, Kamala, you're not a citizen. Could they put Pelosi crazy and Pelosi as president as she's next in, next in line? Oh, yes. my God. I'm moving to Brazil, dude. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, Pelosi would be in line to be president if that occurred. Could you imagine? 
what the horror of that? <laughs> Why do the people in California keep electing her? Well, the the rumor that came to me is that she was losing, so they changed the count so she'd win. Oh, is that right? I wouldn't doubt it. That's, that's the words that came to me, I don't know if the truth. Yeah. Word around the campfire, as we say around here. Word around the campfire. Yep, yep that's the way to say it. So, you know, that could happen, because I don't think Joe's going to make it three more years. I mean, you know. How can he? No, how can how he? Can how can he? Yeah. What would it take? How can he even get started out? So, so say the conservatives get a whole bunch of people in in, in November, and they want to throw under the bus. What are they going to do? Oh, maybe they could get their own um, secretary. Um, a new person in for Pelosi and put him in, right? Yes, they could. Oh, that yeah. might work. All the all the House has to do is is is, rep, is whoever the House rep, elects as the Speaker of the, the House, of the House is is the second is the third third in line. Third, so that could be line. a plan. They could come in in November, uh, you know, and get the Speaker of the House somebody that maybe halfway smart, you know, and then throw Joe under the bus. Kamala can't do it because she's not a citizen. And then put her put their dude in. Yes, they could do that. Will the Democratic Party do that? Well, no, the Republican Party. No, well, will the Republican Party do that? Uh, no, of yes, course, they're they not. Like they're, somebody else. they're not smart but enough to do it. Would that person be any better than Pelosi? Well, they, remember the come on, anybody. Left. My dog could do it. But my, my, well, that's true. So, you know, that's Pelosi. True. I mean, she's poor girl. Yeah. If we got, if we actually got the Republicans <laughs> in there, and they actually did, what did something, to do, yeah. Yes, that could that would very well could be the case. Then the very Republicans that do that could could get Biden out by a, his the fifteenth amendment. It's a fourteen day. Fourteen people sign him. He's out unless he can unless he can say he will. Right? You read the twenty fifth amendment really closely. But but will they do it? No, they're not smart enough. To so do they won't do it. It doesn't matter. And then they got to get they got to get Harris out. Because she's not a citizen, will they do it? No. So, so there was rumors earlier that they wanted Trump to be a sec. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Speaker of the House. Oh, Speaker of the House. Because that's what the that's what the the plan was out in the you know out in the rumor land you know and that's yeah. what they. But I don't. I don't, he said he didn't want to do that. I think or something. Yeah. Well, you see, there's another thing to that. See, they Why could do Trump that. Trump could just put him in, man. Boom. Yep. Why didn't he organize the Republic in Florida when he had it in his hand to do? I don't know. Because I think he's. I think he's. There's, I think he's a made man. Yeah. There's things. There's things here that we don't know about going on. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. Do I think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> it's, no. been a, it's been a good discussion today. Oh, I've had a good time. No, you're really fun to talk to, and uh, and uh, thanks. So go to go to uh, uh, Richard's uh, website and uh, check him out. Support him. I mean, there's not too many people doing good stuff like this. ProfusInstitute.com and uh, Richard uh, Proctor and get his book, Saving the Constitution. Get your homeschoolers together and maybe get a little class and teach them some good stuff so, you know, someday we can change this. All right, kiddo, thank you. We love you. Thanks for your work. Appreciate take it. Care. You take care of yourself. We'll, we'll, we'll chat again another day. I hope take so. Care. Thank you. Yeah. Richard Proctor. Isn't it fun talking to people like that that actually know what they're talking about? What a concept. Jeez. You know, it gives me hope when you talk to people like that that something you could have to do something someday, you know? <clears throat> yeah, they were running with that. Uh, they wanted Trump to be uh, Secretary of, uh, or Speaker of the House, and then they were going to do the 25th Amendment thing and Kamala 
and um, put him in there. I don't, I don't know. He should have. He, he may be still do that. I mean, he's got lots of time between now and November. Boy, wouldn't that just frost the old <laughs> socialist? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that put their hair on fire forever? And, you know, come on. This, this, you know, Trump is swampy, and he's got the, he's the old vaccine warp guy, and so you know he's swampy, but be better than Pelosi, wouldn't he? All right, well, politics. We're going to talk about the real world to money tomorrow with Fred Dachewski. I appreciate your support. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for looking at our products on the front page. If you need something, we have we have really do some of the best products ever, whether it be our sauna, the aquacure machine, or Sir Thrival products, Shen Blossom, Cowan's products, a lot of good, excuse me, got the hiccups, a lot of good things. Let us know if we can uh, give you some information about them. My email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So I love you guys. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Uh, please pass on these links to everyone that you care about. Uh, we put up all the videos on BitChute. If you want to see Richard Proctor or on the audios, we'll be here in a couple of hours. I love you all. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.